Fighting is a choice. Make yours. I'm into survival. What, what, what's up survivors? Welcome to D180. Come for the horror, stay for a ride. With AJ, John A and Brittany. A lot of y'all don't know, but my grandfather has had like health issues and he has been like in and out of a nursing home, hospital, et cetera, et cetera. Well, right now, because he's in the nursing home, my Nana has been staying with her sister who lives close to the nursing home, right? And one night she was laying in bed. She seen a man standing in the doorway mind you it's just her and her sister her sister husband died a few years ago so that didn't freak her out she was okay with that that was maybe like two months ago so last week i'm in miami my mom calls me and she's like johnny you're gonna get a kick out of this I'm like what's what's happening she was like you know your nana she was sleeping in the bed she wakes up and she sees an imp which is like a demonic spirit in the doorway and she just went back to sleep and didn't bother her apparently it was some like round little thing with no arms no legs and she knew it was like a demonic looking thing so went back to sleep wakes back up it's on the dresser ignores it goes back to sleep wakes back up again it's over top of her ignores it goes back to sleep i'm guessing that she pissed this thing off because then it proceeds to jump on the bed and shake the bed and the bed actually shook. She said that the bed shook. And after that, she freaked out. And she said, I plead the blood of Jesus. And the shit disappeared. This is a true story. Like, I'm not, I'm not even, like, lying. I didn't think you was, but I just don't know how to respond. You know. Yeah. This, yeah. Just, I don't want to be mm-hmm. insensitive. But, you know, when you play The Sims and it's Harvest Fest and you piss off the little gnomes. and they Yeah. Yeah. You. And they fuck with you in your house. This, this is, is that. exactly the same situation. Yeah. That's all I can Brittany, think of. Brittany, that's exactly what I thought of, too. And that's why I said I didn't know how to respond because I ain't want to be, yeah. Took the words out of my mouth because, uh-uh. Around, first of all, I thought of that leprechaun meme when he'd be standing in the doorway. But he ain't got no arms <laughs> and no legs. I know, but that's what I imagined. So I was just like, do it roll? Do it bounce? Like, boing, boing. Like, what does I think, it do? Oh, my God. I this, ask you know questions. what? It's going to be in your fucking bed next. You're going to Don't say that with. shit. Don't Talk about does shit. it boing. Remember, no. <laughs> Remember this summer? I told y'all about that bathroom demon in Japan. <laughs> y'all had me child cleaning that shit vigorously. Okay. <laughs> so here's, look, here's another part to that. So my Nana has a little dog. Like he's a little toy, toy Yorkie. Mm. She keeps him in his crate when she sleeps and she keeps a towel draped over it. So, you know, he don't like, yeah, bark, blah, 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 mm. blah. Well, we were like, okay, so next time take Kobe out let him sleep in the bed with you to see you know what he does because you know animals yeah can see right Mm -hmm. so for half the night the dog slept under the covers then he got out of the covers and he didn't bark or anything he literally just stared between the dresser and the door the dresser and the door with his ears perked up so he was Mm -hmm. watching that thing go back and forth between the dresser and the drawer door I'm not going to ask that question because actually I don't want to know. Because <laughs> I just need to know, did it roll or did it boing? See, that's the, see, see, I don't you know. Fucking, you keep fucking around with the wrong thing. <laughs> I don't know. 
you, you go, it's gonna bring the bitch from the bathroom to visit you, and they both gonna uh, be there. Well, you know what? Uh, it, you no, 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 no. Speaking of, because my exact response is April's theme. Duh. Or every movie this month has the word don't in the title. Ride with us on our socials at D180 Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Email us at destination180podcast at gmail.com. All links can be found in the show notes below. I don't know what happened there. I yeah, I don't know either, but we don't move. <laughs> you just roll with it. Yeah, my ADHD has been going so bad today. I went and found, I went and chased a, uh, not a chase, but I went and tried to look over a fence to look at a rooster. I don't saw like five squirrels and pointed all of them. I was like, squirrel. Okay. Actually, I'm going to put a tag. I'm going to actually time out. I'm not going to ask this right now. I'm going to ask it later for the sake of the show. But All right. Well, <laughs> today we are covering Don't Look Now from 1973. A 70s movie. Aren't you excited? I love the 70s. You know, I, gen- I generally like 70s horror. Uh-oh. Here she goes. She's going to be on that bullshit. <laughs> See, look. Here, it's a reason why I gave her this movie. Because I was like, it's a 70s movie. If you know about the movie, some themes in the movie. I'm like, John, they could get with this. But here she go. I just know she's about to be on her bullshit. I'm not even going to look at you. Well, you know, the first track against this movie is not streaming no damn word. Okay, you know what? It was because this summer I watched it. And that's why I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it was already on the list. But um, I just went ahead and I watched it this summer. And I was like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. But, yeah, no. It's not anywhere. I watched it, but... I mean, of course, we all watched it, but I mean, I, you know, yeah. So, Brittany did say that it's on Canopy. Let me tell you this bullshit, though. I went on Canopy, and I used my institution where I work at. And so, I was like, okay, I'm going to use the log on. Why are you telling me this movie ain't available by institution? Mm-hmm. I was I like, how, how are you picking and choosing? I want to see this movie. Y'all, I felt disappointed. That's some bullshit. I went ahead and paid three ninety nine. I need to go figure a way to get trying to give my money back. Damn. I didn't pay at first, but then I paid because after watching it the first time, I was like, I need subtitles. Yeah. And then I was very disappointed when the subtitles did not have an Italian Mm-mm. translation. They didn't translate Mm-mm. shit. It just said <laughs> Italian, and I was so pissed off. I was like, I don't know what the fuck they're saying. I don't understand. I don't speak multiple languages. I barely speak a second language. Barely. So bad I might not claim it, depending <laughs> on the weekday. I get that it was on purpose. However, I did not appreciate that. I don't like going places where I don't know what the people saying. I'm lying. I do. That was about to say, yes, you do. <laughs> I just be sitting there smiling away, no clue what anybody's saying. I'm like, they say I'm a wonderful person. And you can't tell me otherwise. It's great to be a Leo. You knew yikes. I was gonna take it to a me point. Hey, what do you mean, yikes? All right, triggers. Exactly. So we have a few triggers in this movie. Um, the first one, child death. Another one is drowning. Death from falling. Terrible mo- moaning. That's fucking terrible. And seventies porn. 
fucking terrible. And I would also like to point out, y'all, I almost drowned once. Well, Water Safety Month is next month. Holler at me for some water safety tips. Here we go. You should have saved little Brittany. Christine? Oh, you. <laughs> Didn't know you. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about Christine. She's well, yeah. your psychic powers. I've gone back to save little Brittany and be like, don't get on that slide, Brittany. Don't do it. We'll be friends in the future. What slide, Brittany? A water slide? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was the water slide. Because at first, I'm not going to lie to you. When you said slide, I imagine you on a playground and you slid down the slide face first into a puddle and dramatized that you drowned. No, I don't. But then I was like, water slides exist. Yeah, I can swim. I've been able to swim from a very young age, but I got on the slide and then went to the deep end. And like y'all know, I'm a bit slow. And sometimes when I'm going into phases, I get a little confused. So when I went from being dry to underwater, I forgot how to swim. And they had to come in and save me because I was just bobbing in the water and I wasn't coming up. But it was a beautiful so ass. It's a beautiful ass scene because the sun was shining, and I'm just there down there in the water, like, well, <laughs> this is the end. Ooh, how did you find this ride? <laughs> because I can't. <laughs> I came across this um, some years ago. It was just a random watch. Um, actually, it was on a list of like um, best horror opening scenes or something like that. Then I watched it. I really want to know what year this was. Damn. I know I was living here. So it wasn't that long ago. I almost been here for a really long time and I'm not over that, but I'm not going to disclose that number. We'll talk about it later. But anyway, uh, I know it's been, I said it the other day and I was like, damn. But anyway, mm-hmm. um, when I watched it, the first time, I ain't get it. But then I watched it a little bit later and it just, you know, I'm a rewatch girl. Movie that warrants rewatches. I love them. I love them. And this one is one of those because you just pick up new shit every time, in my opinion. I have to. I feel like I have to defend myself this episode. I don't know why. I feel like it's gonna be one of them episodes. Brittany shaking her head. Wait. <laughs> it's fine. That's fine. Real niggas gonna feel me. So this is my first time watching this movie. Um, I had to watch it twice. Um, that's all I'm gonna say for now. Listen, this is the first time I watched this movie and I had a captive audience because I made Jose watch it with me. Y'all, Jose is so pissed off about this film. <laughs> but I, we watched it. We watched it together. And the only reason I watched it is because, you know, we're covering it. I ain't, got, I ain't got nothing else to say, honestly. I can get into the rest later. At this point, from both of y'all significant others, and y'all will hear this, it will not be cut out. I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Thanks for the ad revenue. Of course. But he do be asking who picks what film. He be like, who who brought this film into into the queue? 
And then I ask. I'd be like, which one of y'all did it? <laughs> it wasn't me. <laughs> I almost texted you too, Brittany, last night to be like, <laughs> but I didn't. <laughs> you should have. Mm. Uh, all right. You see what happens when you create friends and they do shit like this. That's crazy. <laughs> what you mean create friends? This ain't Golem. You didn't make me out of clay. Shame on you. You wouldn't have met John A if it was not for me. And then you wouldn't have went to Panama. Exactly. I mean, but you said create as if like I was made out of clay. Like you made me up. Create the friendship, meaning me and you, Brittany, not create you all, as a person. First of all, I know I don't said at least twice in this episode that I am slow. You have to be specific. <laughs> okay, she said create the friendship. She didn't say create a friend. You said create friends. Oh God. All right, moving on. Go create these park recommendations. <laughs> Park recommendations. In your face, Alice, sweet Alice. <laughs> I wasn't about to say that. So in your face. Oh, thank God. Because <laughs> I'm about to be even more irritating. So fuck it. Um, if you just want to see how one little girl's death can fuck up a whole entire family, go back to our episode, which is actually our third most listened to episode on Hereditary, um, which actually, in reverse... Don't Look Now inspired Hereditary, so y'all can really suck a dick. Um, also, you can get into 1976's Carrie by Pino Dinaggio, because Pino Dinaggio was on the beat for this, and I was living. I knew you were going to pick that one. I knew it. Who, Carrie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's bad. I had another movie, um, but I can't. I just thought of it, like, literally a few minutes ago, but it'll come back to me. I'm pretty sure I'll say it at some point. <clears throat> so I have one. Never seen it, but I have one. It is 1973's The Wicker Man. How you gonna recommend it? You ain't seen it. Because. How'd that work? <laughs> How do you know? I don't know, but I'm right. going with it. <laughs> <laughs> you said today I'm on Britney logic. And you know what? Because you were using, you were borrowing from my book, I'll allow it. I ain't got no problems with it. Jesus. 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 Save AJ. Um, survivors, if you have any park recommendations <laughs> that fit today's ride, let us know on our Twitter or in our DMs. It goes down. All right. This movie was directed by Nicholas Rogue, who happened to die on my birthday. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> well, anything we could go there. <laughs> ah. <Look. laughs> I'm so I just <laughs> I feel like I just need to like we maybe I need to go downstairs and just roll up <laughs> and come back <laughs> man we having one of these episodes today y'all gotta ride today hmm. well okay what he did that I don't. That wasn't it. That's not. I, I don't know. This is just buddy as shit. <laughs> I, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Screenplay by Alan Scott and Chris Bryant. It was based on a book called "Don't Look Now" by Daphne Du Maurier. Produced by Peter Katz, starring Julie Christie as Laura Baxter, 
And I was like, wait a minute. She was in Harry Potter. It's just my awe moment. I'm going, ooh. ooh." (laughs) Okay. She was also the grandma in Red Riding Hood, but I didn't see that, so. You never seen Red Riding Hood? No, not with Amanda Seyfried, no. You should really watch it. It has a book. Okay, look, look. Never mind. We're not. We don't need to go down that tangent. I'm just gonna shut up. My bad. My bad. Then we have Donald Sutherland as John Baxter, and I did not recognize him at all. How? Them eyes told me okay. who the fuck this was. Okay. I was like, I know you. It wasn't know until you. I, I know did. every time I see him, I just think of him pointing like this. It, it wasn't. In, no, it wasn't until. <laughs> I looked at the cast and looked at the pictures, and I'm like, oh, because he looks better gray. Man, like, that, like his younger self. First of all, is, okay, it does the not wig compare was cool. to his older self. The wig was cool, but I agree with you. The age, though, it was wine. He is wine. Yeah, so that's why I was like, that's why I did not, it did not click at all. Did not click at all. But I mean, at the time, I could have, I could have got with that in the seventies. I prefer gray. Like not with that wig, not with the wig. <laughs> Without the wig, y'all know yeah. me. Like think of all the people that I talk about in the eras that I talk about them. They all have something to common: either they bald or they got hair. Then we have Hillary Mason as Heather, and this is her second time in the park. Hell yeah. Which was very shocking to me. I was like, ah, dolls. And then we have Clelia Matania as Wendy. Cinematography was done by Anthony Richmond, edited by Graham Clifford. Music by Pino Donaggio. On the fucking beat. <laughs> Produced by Casey Productions and Eldorado Films, distributed by British Lion Films and Far International Films, and yeah. So I didn't know that this movie like was so well regarded. Yes, that's why. I, and me, me y'all either. know how I am. Y'all know how I am. Like I can't make y'all see shit y'all can't see, but I'm just like. That's why I said, like, the first time, I'm being honest, first time I watched the movie, I was like, this is something, but I just don't know what the something is. And then the second time, granted, the first time, to be honest, I really was, like, half watching it anyway. But the second time when I was really giving it that attention, and y'all know how I am, I'm a details person, so I'm always looking for shit. I was like, damn. And then the third time, I really was like, oh, this says something. So now every time I watch it, I get a deeper understanding of like what I think is happening. I don't even know if I'm right, but what you have here, I would like it. It doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? But speaking on like the editing style and all of that stuff, just like I can't wait to talk about the movie because I am going to fangirl. I'm not going to hold you. It's one of the 70s movies, like besides Carrie that i'm like yeah that one or besides like you said earlier Brittany, alice sweet alice these would be like my top five 70s movies this now it did remind me of alice sweet alice though it did remind me of alice sweet alice to a certain extent but i like alice sweet alice better oh i can understand that i can understand that and um apparently this is tim curry's favorite horror film my man's got taste i pray for him 
there's a circle of celebrities that I pray for. He's in that circle. No. I know that was very random, but like Stevie Wonder is in that circle. That's so sweet. Jackie Chan. Yeah, it's just like a circle of random ass celebrities that I just care for deeply. I just send up prayers from, you know. You're such a sweet, you were such a sweet person. I'm not being I'm not being facetious. I'm actually Okay, I know, I know, because you didn't say I was beautiful, because if you did No, I was I was serious. Like you're such a sweet person. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I was I'm not gonna give compliments no more. You gonna look at me like bitches is backhanded? Cause I be cause I don't know. Cause I just gotta you sipping this tea. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I just gotta be ready. It's cause I don't lost my voice somewhat. Hi, let's Yeah, you know what? You also right. You know I do love color theory, okay? Right. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait. You know what? Cause that's what I'm just gonna say it now. What I had to say earlier was I just happened to look at Britney because you know Britney already making me feel a little uncomfortable this episode, so I feel like I gotta have my fence up a little bit. Why? And because you came in swinging, basically. When the, when we burst first out of all, the you ball. you already got Maslow back there. Then you brought the other pit bull Jose with you, and that was a lot. Okay, my therapist said I need to be open, so I'm opening up live on camera right now. So. <laughs> Well, listen, it okay. was, hold on, let's just, just start with a clean, a clean slate. Hold on, let me, work on my, let me work on my intentional phrases, like my therapist told me to say, and not be, you know, underhanded about it. It was not my intention to give you that vibe. If you got that vibe from me, I apologize for making it's you feel okay. that way. Okay. okay. Don't worry. I plan on coming for you, but the beginning of this wasn't for that. That's it's okay. for later. Okay. Okay, we could take the healthy for our construction. Oh, we could do that. Okay, but no, what I had to say wasn't like even about minutes. that. Huh? I'm going to be unhealthy in like five minutes, don't worry. Oh, got you. Me too. But anyway, um, what I had to say was low-key completely unrelated from any of that. I looked at Brittany and I was like, this hoe got on red. You got on red on purpose. Cause I don't know how I feel about it. I don't know if I should be scared. I don't know if like. I'm gonna try. Do Me I need to not look? I really couldn't tell if it was red or blood orange. Am I colorblind? Oh. No, I think it's because I have a warm light behind my computer. No, that Brittany. The thing is, Johnne, that's Italian blood red. That's what that is. Oh. <laughs> When that scene happened, I was in the back of my head. Somebody in the office was cracking up. They was like, Johnny, it's not gonna like this. <laughs> Our friend Asaba commented on it. She was like, you know it's an Italian movie with the blood. I was like. Mm-mm, fucking paint. Anyways, let's get into <laughs> these posters. We have the first poster, which is actually the Amazon cover. Well, the cover that they have up on Amazon. It's a picture frame with um, Julie and Donald in it. It says, pass the warning at the top. You know, blood is leaking from the picture. I love that poster. I love that poster. Because, again, like just like the movie, the poster low-key kind of foreshadows Kinda. Well, it's like if you know, you know. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love it. 
The next poster is like mostly black and white, except for where it says don't look now. That's the only color on it. And it's kind of like one of those movie posters that's like a book adaptation cover. Yeah, I know exactly. What, it looked like it looked like the 70s posters, like the 50s. You know how the 50s was like the cartoony type, but these kind of just had the two main characters and just like a still photo. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> Then the next one is definitely like your 70s type of poster. Mm -hmm. It This looks has, like the fog. it You does said it looked like what? kind of. The fog. Mm, yeah. It does kind I wonder, of. is this an international? I think it is. Because I couldn't even tell you what language that is. That's why I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, wait a minute, no, because that's two, first of all, well, the two words, I'm like, I know them in two different languages. You're right. Right. That's why I was like, so what is this? I'm glad we was here because I'm like, now, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. You know, I'll be with the Zooms. So then the last poster I have is, it's a bridge, right? And It's Spanish. Okay. Well, I knew the Rojo was Spanish, but <laughs> yeah, it's I'm just like, like, I knew that that was Spanish, but the first word threw me off because I was like, you should have sent that to Michelle. Like, you should just send it right to her and be like, <laughs> no, Michelle. what I did was I zoomed in on the credits and I was reading the credits. I'm like, oh, this is Spanish. Okay. Oh. <laughs> When I said Argentina, I went all the way into the corner, but it wasn't an R, it was an E. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me keep going. But yeah, there we go. Okay, we figured it out. We did it. So the, ne the next poster is a poster for their 4K restoration of this movie. Mm -hmm. And it has a bridge, like one of your classic Venice bridges, over some water with, you know, uh, Christine's reflection of her red jacket and running in the water. And then on top of the bridge, you have uh, Laura and John staring in opposite directions. I like this one, too. I don't like it more than the photo frame, but visually, I just think I like it because it's like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I just think like the image of Christine, I know it's a reflection in the water, but the way it's composed with the bridge and the reflection, it's like putting her in this like crystal ball. I don't, I know oh, where I'm going. Yeah, yeah thank you. Crystal yeah. Uh-huh. Like okay. psychic. Uh-huh. Okay, thank you. I'm glad you picked it up because I was about to stop because I'm like, dang, I feel like I sound crazy. No. But, no thanks. That makes sense. Okay, thanks. This is like some Death Eater shit. Not Death Eater. Mm. You know, don't it don't seem like that with them in the clouds? Or you know, also like when people die and you put their asses in the clouds. Bruh, please. Please don't I'm telling y'all. Don't ever thank you. Okay, now we made a pack. All right. Let me go ahead and agree. If you ever find anybody who do that to me, please, y'all, as my friends, I will burn hunt me. you down. Take it off of them and get it and burn it. Don't let nobody do me like that. Please, if, since we mm -hmm. are friends, don't let them do me like that. We won't. Ew. Step in line. Your number is near. Follow the sign. Your time is here. So we're going to play a game before Brittany completely annihilates this movie. And the game is, <laughs> do you have a hidden second power you're not fully aware of? All right. First question. What's your favorite thing to do when you're alone? Plan your day, daydream, listen to music, sketch, 
explore the outdoors, or bake. Because I'm not going to hold you. When I do get a moment to myself, you know what I'm doing, okay? I am boarding the flight. So that means I am daydreaming. <laughs> and I mean, because I don't know, because I mean, I'm planning stuff, but I'm not like necessarily planning my day. Like I'll be doing park things or like. But like, I just, my whole thing is like, why is that your favorite thing to do when you're alone? Like, I don't got to be alone to plan my day. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. So I'm like planning my day, but I'm like. I don't got to be alone to daydream either. Yeah. Or sketch. Or listen to music. I'll tune you the fuck that out too. immediately. Now I like to bake when I'm alone. I don't like people around me when I'm in the kitchen. So I'm going to pick bacon. Mm, yeah, no, I think I'm going to stick with daydreaming. See, the one that I got closest, because when I'm alone, I like to think about like my future shit, like what I got to do. Um, Because I need to be removed from distractions and people are really distracting to me. So I'm going with planning my day. All right. Choose a photo. We have red roses. We have a library full of books. We have someone chopping up some is that green onions. It looks like green onions. So we're going to go with that. <laughs> we have an abstract painting. Someone solo walking in the wilderness. And then it looks as if some, a rave, a picture of a rave. Pretty cool. Rave. rave me, baby. I really yeah, want to go. Yeah, I was one. really trying not. I was <laughs> like, damn, the MySpace me wants the rave. Because <laughs> I always have the bright ass colors. But like, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a rave. Yeah. Something same, about yeah. that blood. Something about that, not the blood, but that paint splatter. I don't know. Something about that. Because I'm going to be looking at it and I'm going to see stuff in it. And I don't want that. <laughs> Man, look, I'm always staring at something and like finding a face or just like seeing shit. I'm just like, no, I don't Yo, like this. So the inside of my hall closet, I don't know what type of hole patching and painting that the previous owners tried to do. But when you look at the door fast, it looks like there's like a body painted in the door. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I so like I can't do it. <laughs> All brains. Pick your favorite movie genre. Documentary, romance, animation, musical, indie, or horror thriller. It's about damn time that they put horror on here. <laughs> Y'all know I what promise. it is. Fuck, they got me. It's two of them that I like. Three. Oh, goddamn. Mm. Well, I like animation, I like horror and thriller, and I like romance, but I like drama more than romance. So... And I like musicals, but I don't like all musicals. I'm torn between indie, because I will watch some obscure-ass shit. Animation, because y'all know I be, because I got a whole anime reference for later, because that bitch was playing with that handball like she came out of Demon Slayer. And horror thriller. You know what? Crazy I'm just... how the Libra in the room was able to decide just like that. Well, it's because I like all three equally. Not equally. Um, I'm a big horror thriller. This seems like the safest answer for me. I keep staring at romance. So I'm going to go with romance. Oh my God. You a hearts and flowers person. <laughs> right. Like, ugh. <laughs> 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 like the only way we, only time we agree on some shit this time. <laughs> 
Pick your favorite music genre, electronic, pop, lo-fi, indie, hip-hop, or folk. Okay, because well, here's the thing. I've been thinking about this lately. Because, you know, we grew up, we are 90s babies, 2000s kids and teens, right? Mm-hmm. Am I more pop music influenced? I think I am. Yeah, Maybe. like, I think I yeah, am. Yeah, it's definitely pop for me. Like, I think oof. it's pop. It's I think it's pop. Because, like, hip-hop is cool, but when you think about, like, our era, a lot of our hip-hop music, and I'm saying that with air quotes, had that kind of, like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also um, really like lo-fi right now. Oh, Ooh. baby. Lo-fi listen. get me through my work day. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. If you, know a, if you haven't discovered it yet on YouTube... They've had these um live I like them too, but they got live streams. Just and it like it's so, just one that like changed with the day. Like it's starting in the morning and then like throughout the day it just So when I go to sleep, I listen to binaural beats and that's really like the only thing that like really helps me sleep at night. Um but yeah, sometimes during the day if I just gotta listen to something, lo fi all the way. Because you or know what? Somebody talking about somebody telling somebody. Wait, same. When uh, Doja Cat dropped uh, Amala, her album, the one with the beige cover with pink, yeah. When she dropped that, that's when I started listening to Lo-Fi. But it was because after I listened to her album, I had watched Hey Arnold. And Hey Arnold was sitting in his room. And you know how his room is so cool mm-hmm. with like the skylight? And I was yeah. like, damn, I wonder, can I find some music like that? And I went on YouTube trying to find some like jazz blah 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 and that's how it discovered i'm going with pop though oh yeah yeah i'm going with electronic pick your favorite animal elephant owl chip chimp dog shark cat dog can i pet that dog can i pet that dog dang i forgot i I got it can I pet that dog? Can I be, I'm gonna pet that dog. And lastly, what's your zodiac sign? Gemini what? or Virgo? Oh, they huh? picked one. Ooh, I was just damn. saying. I thought you, oh wow. Damn. Thought she, like finished? thought she wanted a dog. No, I don't want the dog. I love Maslow, but Oh, I was talking to Brittany. I thought she picked. I'm sorry. I was like, damn, you wanna go let Johnny finish? We know you a Leo. Dang. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh no, I wasn't. I just hadn't picked. Sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know. I Why thought you, 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 you. I thought you picked the wolf. There's no wolf on this. Didn't you say wolf? She was barking. That was her bark. Wolf. Oh. It's <laughs> just. It's just. <laughs> oh, so fucking slow today. I know an animal she didn't pick. I'm gonna pick the shark. Oh. Shark bait. Ooh, ha, ha. I've been around too many damn kids. Cause y'all saw what I did. I sh- baby shark doo doo. I didn't see you do the fucking movement, and I was <laughs> like, not the fucking. And when she said shark bay, hoo ha ha, like somebody in me was like, oh, <laughs> nah. Oh my god, time out, tangent. But y'all gotta hear this, survivors. So y'all know. I work, well, I'm a manager now and a bunch of my staff are teenagers. One of my staff, they came to me and they said, AJ, there's a sock out in the lobby. And I'm like, okay. And she was like, 
do you want me to get it? And I'm like, she's like, I just have a thing about like picking things up in my hands. I'm like, oh, okay, well, just go get some gloves and get it. It's just a 2319. It's okay. She was like, what? I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God. She really didn't know what a 2319 was. And so then. You should have said, I'm go trying- home and watch Marsha's Eek. I No, I couldn't. I couldn't. I go around and I'm telling someone else, like, such and such didn't know what a 2319 was. They also did not know what a 2319 was. Okay, I'm done being dramatic. And you should have said, all y'all got homework. Go home and watch Monsters, Inc. Gemini or Virgo, Taurus or Pisces, Scorpio or Aquarius, Leo or Sagittarius, Cancer or Libra, and then Aries or Capricorn. Why get... Here with the cancer, even though my nephew is a cancer and I love him dearly, like he's my little First brother. of all, you put some respect on them psychopaths. I was about to say, you don't even like them. I did say those psychopaths. I made sure to emphasize those emotional, grudge hearted. It's okay. Psychopaths. My brother is July 19th, so I understand your pain. Wait, what? My brother's birthday is July 19th. <laughs> you know I told you whose birthday that is, right? I, I told you this before, Brittany. Oh, I, it clicked. It's it like you had to say it again for me to be like, oh yeah. All three of them share the same. And y'all, for y'all who don't know, that's my mother's birthday and Jose. They're all fucking insane. Well, survivors, you should already know what our zodiac signs are. If you don't. You have to know. I don't say that a lot of times. I didn't know this quiz was coming up. Oh, I wonder, do y'all? So, like, we, oh, well, Brittany just said it, so that's fine. But, like, if you know mine and John Nash, just like tweet us because I want to know. Wait, you no, tweet me know. too. Do you girl, know? Everybody, everybody knows, knows, who, everybody knows who you are. It, it doesn't matter. Like it, but don't, girl, don't take me out of the equation. Okay. I need to be allowed to be included. Well, pick your signs, ladies. I already said boom. <laughs> Motherfucking Leo in this motherfucking house. Ha. ha 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 and that's exactly why ha. you weren't included in the occasion right you just don't say it anyway <laughs> all right what did y'all get i got clairsentient me too <laughs> clear feeling you're likely sensitive empathetic soul you feel the emotions of others deeply and can easily rela- easily relate to them excuse me you love anything romantic and feel like it's your duty to help others you are very artistic and connected to water Claire Sentience make wonderful therapists, significant others, and friends. Okay, I can get with that. Y'all know these quizzes have been fucking playing me the last few weeks, but this one I can get with this. <laughs> really Johnny, I see this in you too. Yeah, I got that. Yeah, I see that in you. Okay, I got clear audience, which means clear hearing. You get special insight through words, sounds, and music heard only in your mind. You're likely to be sensitive to the noises around you, and you have a deep connection to music. You're naturally gifted auditory fa- um, faculties. Like music, singing, and public speaking. <laughs> okay, so wait a minute, Brittany. Do you want to know why I love you? Why? I've been binging Bob's Burgers because I just fucking love that show. And you and Jean are the same. Because <laughs> when they said audio... When he said, pick up their sound, I was like. 
<laughs> one thing about Britney is she's gonna give you a dramatic reinterpretation and it's gonna have some fucking sound effects. You're fucking right. I definitely <laughs> and you yeah. know who else gonna do that? Fucking Gene Belcher. Oh man. Oh, so y'all oh saying God. this is spot on, huh? Y'all like this this new homie. <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, you said it yourself. You said that your family members come to you to vent. And sometimes for some type of irrational guidance. So. Yeah, you're right. They do. And mm -hmm. honestly, because you be calling bullshit. Because it was one time we were in a place. And I won't give a scenario just to save you some editing time. Thanks. And, um, and I told you somebody meant something. And y'all argued me down. And I was like, no, they were excluding me. And you were like, no, they're not. And I promise you to this day, they were. But it was because nobody else picked up on how they said it. I'm sorry, because I know, well, before now, but I apologize again. Thank you, because it did make me feel like y'all weren't listening to me, because y'all made it seem like I had put it in my head. I mean... Thank thank you, Johnny. Um, Survivors. The fuck that was mean? It, it, the quiz it, it, said it. Mean, right. And it means, Survivors, let us know what your results were on our Twitter or down in the DMs. But for now, go ahead, bubble yourselves in, hands and feet inside the right at all times. Let's take a ride on 1973's Don't Look Now. Hey. 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 Laura! What on earth was that, John? It was Christine. Christine is dead, Laura. You're sad. You're so sad and there's no need to be. I've seen her. My sister's psychic. You can't contact people, can you? She's trying to get in touch with us. <laughs> She's trying to warn us. get my sentiments out the way i love the trailer i do like the trailer i love the 70s okay um we haven't watched this movie i don't know how we will ever cover this on the podcast but west craven's 1972 last house on the left the original one um that trailer is famous for um its tagline it's only a movie. It's only a movie. It's only a movie. And it's like the similar voice to this one. Um, talking about you've been warned. Don't look now. I just love it with the cuts and all of that. One thing I can say about this trailer, the best part of this trailer was when he was like, Christina's dead. Yes. Dead. Yes. Dead. Yes. I was like, okay. Okay. But no, this trailer was kind of long. It wasn't Which one did you watch? The three minute and eighteen second one. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, what the fuck wrong with this trailer? It because when I looked them up, it was a it was a handful of trailers, and I should have just watched them all because y'all know I would do that. But um, uh, I think it said like the official trailer. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The I, I just watched the one that was attached to the um... right. You know, I think you know we. I think we all be ending up watching different ones, so I'd be wondering sometimes like. 
Yeah. I try to watch as many as I can, but yeah. But it was definitely an interesting compilation. It was long as shit, but it um was kind of sliced up better than the movie. But I really, <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite part, I don't know why you're laughing. I say that multiple times. This is not the first movie I said that about. It's just funny. <laughs> but the whole Christina's dead. Yes, dead. Yes, dead. I like that. I still don't know what Miss Mamas was doing in the yes scene. Okay, don't don't bring that up now. I want to get to that. I just want to get to that. Okay, I'm a hold wait. it in. I'm a hold it. All right. A little girl and boy are out playing in nature. The girl Christine is wearing a red raincoat and is playing with action figures and balls. Meanwhile, Johnny is riding a bike. Their parents, Laura and John, are inside the house. Laura is reading a book by the fire and John is looking at pictures. One of the pictures is of a church with a smaller person in the right-hand corner wearing a red hooded coat, similar to that of Christine. John accidentally knocks over a glass of water onto the picture, and at the same time, Christine's ball goes into the water. As John is examining the picture, he sees the water landed on a red on the red hood of the person in the picture, and it causes the ink to bleed across the photo. This freaks him out, and he dashes outside to check on the kids. Johnny runs screaming, Dad! And we see that Christine has drowned. John jumps in the water to get her, tries CPR, and fails, lets out some terrible wails, and eventually Laura comes outside and lets out another horrible pain scream as well first of all first of all not to shame anyone i have a lot to say not to shame anyone but john baby that cpr honey that was a little that, that, was, that, that was a little weird was terrible first of all honey we needed to do a check now granted i don't we you don't know how long she was in there but we needed some type of check we didn't do no primary check um where was the 30 compression well she's small so where was the 15 compressions i just uh, come on like you didn't even have the airway open honey like and i just I wonder i really do wonder like if he did it right could she like First of all, I didn't know if the little bitch was dead at first because it looked like, with well, the way they shot it, which probably a mistake, looked like she spit the water up. And when she went on her side, it looked like she spit this shit up and then they just decided to kill her. Mm. I mean, she could have, like, you can still drown. Yeah. Because you can dry drown, too. I mean, she was gone. I just think that was a mistake because she was not... She like she had been down in a minute because she wasn't even folding. She was sunk. I did like that kind of foreshadowing though, mm-hmm. when like her little action figure was like action man patrol fall in. Yeah. Like, oh. I watched um this video on YouTube that kind of like dissected this whole entire opening scene. And he took all of the doll's lines and how it like was foreshadowing things that happened throughout the entire movie. I'm not gonna sit here and quote them all, but um if I decide not to be lazy, they'll be in the show notes. <laughs> but um <laughs> But, um, yeah, just this whole opening scene in general is literally the movie in a nutshell. Like, obviously, this is spoilers, so I'm just going to say it now. It's literally telling you about John's psychic abilities that he just doesn't know he has and doesn't know how Mm -hmm. to control them and shit's happening. Like, um, 
I do like the editing style because, you know, it goes back and forth between what's happening outside and what's happening in the house. And it's kind of like, you know, crossing in between each other. So I really like that. It happens a lot throughout the movie. So Mm -hmm. if my uh, summarization is a little off. It's okay. I feel (laughs) it. No, And that's the one thing, like I said, when I first watched this movie, some of the scenes... I guess I'm like kind of like doing this a bit early, but it is like some of these things you just kind of like, wait, damn, like, is this supposed to happen here? Or wait, did I jump something? Did I miss something? But um, going back to this opening scene, um, fuck, Jamie, you said something that made me want to say something. Damn. What was it? While you're thinking. I oh, say, go ahead, Brittany. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I will say that you knew some bad shit was going to happen because the, the little boy broke glass. Every time something bad happens, it's always glass breaking. Well, see, that's what I wanted to bring up. So I didn't know if anybody caught this, but it was literally like three warning signs. Like first was, um, was it the glass? Hold on, let me switch back to my notes so I can see real quick. Okay. Yeah. So there was like three, there were three omens or warnings that I feel like could have like told him that something was going to happen. So he had like the breaking glass. Then he had the spilled water. And then once he spilled the water, the blood spilling over the side on top of the church. And all of those signs. Yeah. I did too. It was a great sign. But then I also have to say he ran in slow motion. Um, He also, <laughs> he also dove in the water in slow motion. And it took him a long time to get down there. I mean, I was like, you know, you, you <laughs> the child is running to you saying daddy maybe speed up maybe use them legs i don't think i think that was the camera though i think it was make i think it was meant to make us feel like you know how when shit just happening things move in slow-mo yeah that's what, what i think i don't think it was like really him moving so I always thought it was like the camera trying to give you that effect because even like with the sound design like you really it sounds like we're in his head until he gets close to the pond and you hear him splash in the water and you start hearing the crows in the background and all the sound comes back in especially when he comes back up out the water you know what I'm saying yeah then another editing thing that i liked was with the picture so when laura picked up the picture that john had dropped on the couch the water had dried basically kind of like signifying to me at least that christine was dead and then like after the fact it kept going and changing colors so like from that red to like the white to the blue and Uh for me that kind of was like okay so now she in heaven now with like the Mm -hmm. white transitioning Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But why Johnny was over there just like cutting his finger with a damn glass? I think so. I don't think he was cutting his finger. I think he cut his finger when he was checking on his tire. Mm-hmm. And I think he just so what this is what I think happened because of all the cuts and we don't see everything. We kind of have to guess what happened. I'm guessing because we kind of saw a shot of Johnny and Christine and how far they were from each other. So I'm thinking he probably saw Christine fall in and was like, oh, shit, she ain't getting up. Maybe I need to go get somebody. And he probably already was like picking the glass out of his tires or whatever the fuck he was doing over there and just already had it in his hands. And it was just, you know, like, because it looked like he was damn near like pricking himself and licking it. 
Like that's what I was. That's what I'm like. But I mean, like he's sitting there. What? Like he, you know. To me, it looked like he was running towards the house to go get help, but dad already had the premonition, but just didn't know that's what he had and was running out. And I guess, like, you know, he just sitting there watching it. He, You know how Peter was in that scene with Charlie? Mm-hmm. Just zoned out. Obviously, it's better done there than here with a smaller kid, but that's, I guess. All of a sudden, we're in Venice, Italy. Just Laura and John, though. At lunch or dinner, I can't really tell, but Laura is writing a letter to Johnny about their time there, and John is getting annoyed that these two women at another table are seemingly staring at him and talking shit. He gets up to close a window, and it causes the door of the restaurant to swing open and blow something in one of the ladies' eyes. On the way to the bathroom, the ladies bump into the Baxter's table on accident and then accidentally start to head into the men's restroom, so Laura decides to go help them. This whole scene... I will never forget seeing this for the first time, not knowing what was going on. I would feel the same way, though, because I was kind of feeling, I was like, damn, like, they know something she don't? Like, is they hating? Like, that's where my head went. I was like, damn. I mean, well, technically, they did know something that they didn't know. But that's not what I meant. (laughs) When I first watched this, I was like, so they just let their son? He in boarding school. At the time, I didn't know that until we get yeah. later on. I'm just like, okay. You, yeah, me either. They just yeah. went off from having two kids to none. Exactly. Like, make, so I was like, did your, so did your son die too? Did he get, um, what is it? Tetanus? Mm-mm. Not tetanus. Mm-hmm. Not tetanus. I'm sorry, but also, if I would have got bumped like that, you probably got to go home. You would have fought. I, it was a nice place. It was a, it was a very nice place. So maybe not fight, maybe a few choice curse words. Yeah. So that way I can still maybe get a free dinner and still come back. But also, you know, I'm not the one. So you're going to sit me in a nice area, preferably away from anywhere I could be bumped. Okay. It was just so dramatic. It was... And I mean, it's a great parallel for something that happens later, but still. In the bathroom, Wendy apologizes for staring and lets Laura help get whatever it is out of her eyes since her sister Heather is blind and can't do it. Meanwhile, John is staring into the canal outside the restaurant having a flashback of him and Laura leaving their home in the rain after Christine died. After Laura gets whatever it is out of Wendy's eye, Heather tells her that she's sad but doesn't need to be because she saw Christine sitting between Laura and John and she was laughing. Christine wanted Laura to know that she's happy and then Heather describes what Christine was wearing. Heather is psychic. You should not read people's things without their permission. Yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole thing. Like, you don't just go up to somebody and be like, hey, do you have a daughter? You're really sad. No, ma'am, stop. Don't don't tell me shit about me without my permission. Ask me if you want to tell me about how you don't look into my life. Because I'm not ready for that. <laughs> you know what's funny? So Brandon called me today, and he's like, babe, you're going to get a kick out of this. I'm like, what? He's like, this psychic decided to DM me and be like, someone next to you or close to you is trying to steal something from you spiritually and da-da-da-da. I said, babe, that is a scam. I said, did she ask you for money? 
he was like, yeah, now she is because she's saying that I need to be cleansed. But I told her that my girlfriend could do it. So I don't need her services. And now she's trying to double down on the fact that she's the only one that can do it. I said, yeah, when people come into your DMs trying to say that they got messages for you and all that other type of stuff, that's a scam. Block. Listen, the folks who know me and have passed, I just want you to know that they would never be like, I passed Brittany a message. Um, go ahead and tell you a code word or something first. Don't be like just openly tell her because she might hit you. Cause I can't, I ain't gonna be like that. Don't come and tell me none of my relatives don't say, hey or what's up. No. Now if, now, if anything, I'll say that I had a dream about something, which is always hundred percent the case because Ashley will tell you. I've told her about a couple of dreams that I've had, but it's but it's never like I don't know, it's never like sometimes it's about them, but sometimes it's just like I don't know. I don't know. It's it's, it's strange. I have dreams all the time. Mm -hmm. They're fun. Shit, yeah, I had I had a dream the other day that Brandon's brother had did some shit, and then whole time in real life, Brandon's brother had did some shit, and that's why I was having a dream. So fun, fun times. Back at the table, John is looking at that dang picture again of the person in the church wearing the hooded red coat. But I think Laura fell out in the bathroom because why Wendy was putting smelling salts or whatever underneath her Laura's nose? I don't even know if that's smelling salts. We don't have to yeah. talk about old chloroform. She's probably trying to kill him. You know, okay, so I really thought that as first too because, okay, so she comes out the bathroom after the sisters leave the restaurant. And when she gets back to the table, she sits down, but then immediately stands back up. And then she passes the fuck out, knocks the whole table over, hits her face and all types of shit. And my first immediate thought was they done drugged her ass. I was wrong, but that's what I thought. Me too. Because I, I don't know how people do that, but when they're about to pass out, they never just stay sitting. They always get up yeah. and then fall. I feel like, why are y'all so dramatic? They get up and fall I down. guess I would think like, because I, I never fainted, but I felt faint before. And I know like sometimes you'll feel like you probably like if I stand up, maybe I can get like some more air or something like that, which probably you probably shouldn't do that. You probably should just relax and stay seated. Or like when you really, really high, you should know about that. That happened to you before. I'm thinking about the time that I had vertigo and I thought I was about to die. You're talking about me because all I know I sit there. Mm -hmm. I sit there and just stare with some big ass eyes. You walked into that bathroom. That was the funniest thing. I was trying okay. to get myself I was trying to get myself together. Because I, I, I realized I wasn't what I thought I was anymore. Imagine you being sick as shit and you just fainted and now you got to ride to the hospital in a damn boat. Be so happy. Oh shit, I just got problems. I'm thinking about the motion sickness. I mean, okay, yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't get motion sickness. Cause when I was on a cruise, I was really curious as to how this was gonna pan out for me. And the only time I felt it was on the way home, but yeah, they was trying to take our asses home. They were sick of us after a week. So yeah, you felt it. But I wasn't sick, but yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking about like the fact that people being sick. And it's a small ass boat and you feel things more. Mm -hmm. And she already done passed out. So who knows what she got going on. In the hospital, Laura is playing with the kids through the window. She's so happy that she takes the opportunity to let John know that Christine is still with them and explain what went on in the bathroom. But John ain't here for this line of thought, though. Not at all. This is where one of the kids was playing with that red ball. 
Yeah, you see red like a lot because even in that scene back at the restaurant, she has like a red bangle on. Mm -hmm. He has like red in his scarf. But here in this scene where like Laura's telling him about like the stuff about Christine and stuff and he's instantly like, yeah, no, that's not a thing. Like that's starting to create like a little rift between the two because I feel like the whole point of them going, okay, we know that he, well, we ain't talked about it yet, but we know that he's here, like, working on the church or whatever, and, you know, this is wife, so she's here, but um, having Johnny in boarding school, I feel like this was, like, an attempt at them to try to, like, fix not, a marriage. Yeah, yeah, like, try to, like, figure out how to reconnect, how to move on, how to pick things up. And I can't really speak on leaving the kid in boarding school because I feel like he would need to be a part of that process. But also I can understand not wanting to have him suffer if you two are like not able yeah. to give him what you can. But y'all not supporting each other and like dealing with this the same is not making it any better. And this is like, I don't want to say the catalyst, but it's the start. Because I don't think it's big enough for a catalyst, but. On the way through the canal, they stumble upon a homicide and have to make a detour. Laura decides she wants to stop at a random church and say a prayer. Inside, she lights six candles for Christine. And while she's lighting the candles, John decides to walk around and start messing with random shit in the church, just touching shit. Okay. But then he sees Wendy walking with the tour group and decides to pretend he's praying so she doesn't see him. But then... Heather ends up in front of him and he has to cover his face. But like, sir, she blind. She can't really see you anyway. But now Laura is done. So they run out the church because they're an hour and a half late in meeting the bishop, which is the whole reason why they're in Venice anyway, is because John's helping to restore the church. Mm -hmm. I mean, his wife falling out is a good ass reason why they, they kind of late. Yeah, that too. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like out of everything that happened i would have been like listen we had to go we had to catch emergency boat service to get first her of all we probably gonna have to reschedule because yeah because my whole thing was her face was bruised and it just disappeared that's that good venice air for you okay <laughs> and that fucking music the, the music acid in the air apparently there's acid in the air <laughs> oh that music could cure anything okay hey I like the music. What oh, are you talking okay. about? I was in band. No, you had made this little face when you said it before you wiped your nose. <laughs> but I do like the music. <laughs> Back at the hotel, Laura takes a bath, John takes a shower, and then they end up fucking. But the sex scenes, however, were superimposed with them getting dressed to go out for dinner. I love the way this scene is cut. You know what? I like the way the scene is cut, but I don't know. I don't like the positions they was in. It just seemed like <laughs> we could do a little better. That fucking little twisty cuffs thing that they were doing. I mean, you could fuck way better than that. You could do one of these where you're like this instead of being like this and then turning. That does nothing for you to be look, licking his back. What? Go ahead and be like this. So you, um, What is it? What does that, that give you? So your nuts can hit my clit or some shit. Try to make it a little better. Make it a little better for me. Well, this is definitely 70s movies with that sex scene and that music. Oh, don't don't try it like y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Don't be like, oh God. I need better sex scenes. You know what? Go This go, is the 70s. They weren't take, doing all that. I, I know this is why it's controversial and shit. That sex scene was a big thing. But 
go ahead and take a page out of the handmaiden when it comes to fucking. Okay? All right. So this was Donald and Julie's first time meeting on the set of this film. And they had to shoot this to just get it out the way. Might as well. They did that in the fly. Yeah. Not only that. They did that in a few movies. Like, you might as well get it out of the way. This was the very first scene that they shot. Like, that would traumatize me. Like, why why is this the first thing? They didn't even have intimacy coaches then. Well, okay. Exactly. So, here's some background. They're on set 7 o'clock in the morning. And the only people that are in the room, which I like when they do this, is the people who actually have to be a part of the scene and the people who are actually shooting the scene. So that I like that. Now, the director started directing the sex scene. Lick her nipples. Put your hand between her legs. Get on top. That's why your sex scenes were not looking the way that you wanted to look, Brittany. Yeah, let them shits flow. You just got to... So that sex scene lasted from 7 in the morning until well in the afternoon before he was satisfied and wrapped that scene. Uh, It couldn't have been like a quick little three-minute thing or something. We just had to make it all day. I mean, they did have to cut some scenes out of it, some a couple of frames to avoid an X-rating. I don't see why. I mean, I get it. It's the 70s, y'all. I get it. I get it. But this was they didn't they weren't even fucking a good majority of it. They weren't, but some of it did look. I remember one position. I was like, "Are they really fucking?" And apparently, I'm not the only person who thought that because that was a yeah. whole thing. That this was literally a whole was thing. a whole thing. It was a big rumor mm-hmm. around at the time, like if the scene was real or not. Now I remember why I wanted to bring up skins. Mm, Jesus, oh God! Someone wrote a memoir. Her name is Susanna Moore, right? So she tells a story of how she threw a dinner party. No, she didn't throw the dinner party, but she attended a dinner party by Warren Beatty and then the director, Nicholas Rogue. At the time, Warren Beatty was dating um, Julie Christie. He was upset because it was a whole alleged thing that the director had cut together his own little porn reel of outtakes from the sex scene and had been like showing it to his friends. So William Beatty ended up punching the director in the face, then helped him to his feet, examined his upper lip, and then led him back into the apartment. But yeah, that that's why when I read this, Mind you, this was all untrue, but man's got punched in the face for nothing. Hey, yeah. As they're trying to find their way through the streets at night, some weird shit starts happening. People start making weird, loud noises, and John sees a small person in a red coat shuffling through the streets. Literally. <laughs> I I just to that thing literally looked like the leprechaun running around. <laughs> If you've seen the Leprechaun movies and you see how he like. Stop. Uh-huh. Maybe. The next day, 
As John is restoring some church statues, he sees the sisters staring at him in the distance and smiling. He gets distracted and almost falls. Laura decides to walk off and stumbles upon the sister. She decides to go and walk with them and tell them the story of how Christine died. Heather believes that he has the gift of sight, even if he doesn't know it and is resisting it. That's why Christine has been trying to talk to John. The sisters then invite the couple to their place for tea and a seance, but John refuses to go, so Laura goes alone. Just like in Hereditary, when Joan taught uh, Annie that shit, and then she came and did it at home, and um, his name ain't Bruce, his name is whatever, Stephen. Was like, yeah, don't be doing that shit. And Peter was, uh-huh, all that shit. Laura low-key blames John for Christine's death. I mean, I have been listening to you. You said let the children play where they want. You let her go near that pond. Like, why would you say that? That's a low blow, bitch. <laughs> yeah, That's a very low that. blow. BJ was watching this. He was like, damn, why you say that? But with a smile on her face at that. That's one of those, I want you to know I feel some type of way. But I'll make it seem like a. I'm a master of these. But I'll make it seem like a joke. Like ha ha ha. I'm not really all that serious. But she's dead ass serious. It's your fault. Y'all daughter dead. And then he pushed her. Like he had to push her like that. I mean, I get it. I mean, no. I'm sorry. It was a reaction. It was a reaction. <laughs> no, I, I'm I, sorry. Yeah. I don't condone. See, my thing is, violence. I don't. Yeah, I don't condone violence. But I understand you needing to put some distance between you and another person. So I just would have been like, you know what? Get the fuck back. Give yeah, me, just back give up, me some back feet because quick. right now yeah, you no. don't, you don't, you don't violate something between us. Mm-hmm. That's you just some need shit. To have some space. That's what you don't say. Not that I will put my hands on you. I'm just saying, just back. I just can't see you for two seconds. Just please. Back I'm, back. I'm gonna tell you, stop fucking following me. I'm like, you need to get the fuck away from me. Um, go home. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna go. And I'm gonna bring that up later too. But anyway. Now fuck that. You go home. I'm gonna continue to walk these streets. I heard they got good pastries and shit. Some good ice cream. But I need you gone. Gelato. Exactly. Why does sisters had to be laughing like that though? Like they was old witches or something. And the first time I watched this, I was like, is these bitches really up to something? Like, is this fake? Are they scam artists? Come on. At the sisters' hotel, Laura gets to know the sisters a little more and finds out that Wendy lost a child as well. Now, onto this weird-ass seance. Heather is standing there rubbing on her titties, all hard, screaming, yes, John, yes, yes, over and over again. Meanwhile, John decided to be nosy and showed up for the seance late as fuck and was snooping around. The neighbors thought he was being a peeping Tom and chased them out the building. After a while, the moans of ecstasy turned into crying, and all Laura cares about is what did Christine say. Y'all, let me go ahead and go back to my notes because I have a message from I have the message from beyond. Jose said, This bitch don't bust a nut on your shoulder. Are you talking about what did you say? She's in a good mood right now. That's, that's exactly oh my what god. And I was sitting here like, now you sitting there saying, no, what did she say? What did she say? I don't even think she even said anything. Like, my whole thing was like, was she channeling her having sex? Because that was weird as shit. Like, I just. You trying to talk to my daughter, but you channel. They don't. The math, not math, and baby. I don't don't get how these correlate. Like, you trying to talk to my child who's in her little little raincoat, but you feeling on your titties, like, just nutting all over me. 
And Julie just looked so unfazed. Laura, Julie, whatever. She had looked so unfazed and not even registering what the fuck was happening. She was just like, why she look so excited? Good. She wanted to talk to her kid. That's why I'm I'm just trying to, like, especially you, Johnny, I'm like, and I know this isn't accurate, but I'm just like. If someone is standing there, you expecting them to talk to your dead child and they sitting there moaning and rubbing on their titties. I mean, you want to expect a, Are you going to expect a real answer after that? No. I'm not the one begging for it either, but I mean like she probably was trying to keep her connected. I felt like she lost the connection when she busted her nut and she couldn't get the answer out. You know what? I don't know and if y'all watched- really wanted to know what the answer was and Laura ain't get the answer. I don't know if y'all watched C, probably not on uh, Apple TV. Of course I did. But I, that's why I said it's on my not. list, but I haven't seen it yet. I've watched Servant. I need to go back to that. But John, A., just ignore me for a second. But there's a motherfucker on there who talked to the God Flame, and when she tries to talk to the God Flame, she either she either masturbates or have sex or something. So her moment of climax, she feels like she's closer to to her God. Her God's the sun. Just so I can throw that out there, that's what the God Flame is. Um. And it sees their prayer, and that's all I can think of with that. That I connected both of those. I was like, "This is what this is from." That makes sense because they said that you can manifest anything when you're like climaxing. Yeah, clear man. It that that show is so funny because every time she she'd be like, "I want to pray." She either finna do some self stimulation or she finna fuck somebody. Now, to make this more realistic, the director actually did have Julie attend some seances prior to filming. And they went to one. I love when they do that. Not just like seances, but movies in general when they yeah. like want you to experience something so they have you do it. Or like um, when they have families in movies and they make them hang out like as a family going mm-hmm. to like baseball games and shit. I love that. Back in the hotel, Laura tells John that his life is in danger if he stays in Venice. That's the main outcome of the seance. But John Aniston got so drunk while waiting for her to be done with the seance that he couldn't handle this news and throws the fuck up. Laura is begging John to leave Venice, but he ain't hearing it and thinks that she got some screws loose and convinces her to see her doctor again and to get back on her meds. This is what I'm saying. Also, don't try to put me back on my meds. But also, my thing is, like, why would y'all... Okay, I'm just saying... Okay, I'm going to contradict myself a little bit. I'm just saying, like, if my kid drowned, I'm doing one of two things. Either, A, the other kid is getting some bomb-ass swim lessons, or, B, I don't think I would want to live in a place that's surrounded in water. And I know that's symbolism for the film, but I don't think I would want to be in a place that's just surrounded in water. The Baxters get a call in the middle of the night from the headmaster at their son's school. He fell and got a nasty knot on his forehead. So Laura decides that she's going to take the next flight home to England. And now she's back to being convinced the sisters are right. She packs her bags and is off to the airport. And see, here's my thing. John, you should have went with her. That was fate trying to get your ass out of Venice and you didn't listen. That was an ugly ass knot. It really was. It was. That shit had pus in it. That shit definitely like, what the fuck did he hit? I was like, so during a fire drill, you just he just what the fuck happened? 
Right. He, what? How many falls did he have? I need to know specific. Talking about it's not that bad. That child looked fucked up. That shit, you know how in the cartoons when they would get locked in the head and the boy would just like what cartoon was that? And it was a cartoon that had a boy and the shit busted. And Eddie? I was like, was that Ed, Ed and Eddie? Yes. Yes. It looked like that shit. And it was, it was Ed that had it. Okay. Yes. But yeah, I agree with you. She sh- He should have went with her. And even the bishop said that later on, like, you should have went with her. Mm-hmm. Like, your child busts his head. But not only that, in your eyes, your wife is going crazy. So why would you let her go alone? Right. That reminds me of the yellow wallpaper. I don't know why, but it does. But you shouldn't leave people like that. If you already don't been through the loss of a child, and you already got your relationship on the outskirts, and in your attempt of saying that something's wrong with your wife, you should go there to be supportive because if you're trying yeah. to fix it, if she's telling you an issue is happening, you should go to assuage these problems. Like you shouldn't be like, I'm just gonna let you go figure this shit out, bitch. Fuck you because you hurt my feelings with that last comment you made. Get on that fucking boat and go get on that plane. It should have been like, okay, I'm coming too. It's not that long. She was going a fucking day. Right. In England, not England, but like Europe itself, they're geographically small. So it doesn't really take them long to travel from place to place. Mm-hmm. But anyways... The bishop got some mosaics in and John wants to compare them to the original ones on the wall. He's hoisted up way far in the air. And while he's up there, a piece of wood falls from the ceiling and busts through this glass setup that he has on the hoist and hits him on the back. Ultimately, this causes the whole thing to collapse. And now he's hanging onto a rope, swinging back and forth like Tarzan, making those horrible moaning sounds again. But luckily, he's able to make it to safety. Bro, this whole scene. Chaotic. Bro. Just like I said, it literally parallels when Johnny ran over that glass in that scene, but it also parallels when Laura fell in the restaurant and all the glass and shit was just Mm -hmm. tumbling on top of her. I just don't understand why one of the men thought that poking him with the long pole was going to work because I wouldn't have let go for the rope just to try to grab the pole. I don't think he wanted him to grab the pole. I think he wanted to push him with the pole so he can swing to mm. get back to him. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I, I was confused at first. I'm like, because if yeah. he let that go, I feel like mm. y'all both will come tumbling down. Yeah, because first of all, it's going to be uneven because as soon as he yeah. grabs it, the force going to swing it that way. But no, he was trying to... Because you one, at a certain point, he wasn't really swinging mm-hmm. so they could grab him. And it wasn't like... On the pool deck, we got this thing. I'm going to be 100% honest with y'all. I don't know what the fuck it's called, but it's shaped like this. And it kind of looks. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we use it to get stuff out the water, but I don't know if that's what it's supposed to be used for. We just do it because sometimes we just need to. But um, they didn't have nothing like that. So, like I said, they're just trying to like push him so he can get some inertia behind him to swing back. Then they dropped the pole and almost landed on the bishop. Man, it was so much happening. And I'm just like, you got good hand grip strength. My hands would have been sweaty. I definitely would have slid. And my thought was like, why was nobody just prepared at the bottom? Like at least four of y'all make a little cheer thing and just be ready to catch him at the bottom. Like they was they was not ready for that. No. Mm-hmm. And y'all ain't gonna hold you. I would have failed. Cause I just I just told y'all I got a problem with phases shifting quickly on me. Like I don't know what to do when that happens. 
Like I just, I'd be confused. So if I go from standing to falling, it ain't gonna be like grab. It's literally like I'm gonna fall in slow motion. You'm like, Brittany, no. Like just falling. Y'all ever seen them videos of the people who clean the windows mm-hmm. on the tall buildings and they should be malfunctioning? Like, that's and that's newer technology. Talking. Like, see, this shit he was on was some little wooden shit. So we knew, okay, we knew that that wasn't going nowhere. But the shit that they be on these days be shit that we know is supposed to be safe and they still be dangling. Hell no. No. After the accident, the bishop reveals his father was killed in the fall. And John decides to reveal that Laura was warned that he was going to be in, in danger. Then they both find out that there's been another murder and a woman gets pulled out of the water, reminding John of his own daughter's demise. Bruh. Then all the red that was in that scene... Like mm-hmm. it was just red everywhere, but also it was just like I was I was trying to make sense of why they had her like by the ankles, but I was I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was that the only place they could grab? I guess. I mean, she was already deceased, so it wasn't like they needed to have her right tied up. But it just seemed so like dehumanized. I don't know. Like I just, yeah, like we just like just got her no dignity with a girl, none. <laughs> right, just got her pantyhose, panties out. Like, like they could have, you know, not got her by her feet. Like, yeah, I just, that's why I'm like, I don't like something about her just hanging by the ankles, just like got me, and I don't know why. Like every time I see that scene, I'm just like, all the people standing around just watching you like that. And not being crude or nothing, but it, even when they were, you know, trying people as a witch and then hanging their asses for it, they would at least tie their skirts before they they um mm-hmm. they dropped them. I'm like, you couldn't give this person and their, you know, not living status like some type of dignity. Yeah, like none. You just gonna have all her business. We seen her belly button. This means you literally because she's upside down, which means you see everything. Like you could have put something where we don't see shit. You could have tied mm-hmm. a little bit of rope. Something. While on a boat, John sees Laura riding on a funeral boat with the sister standing behind her. Well, at least he thinks he sees her. This freaks John out because Laura is supposed to be in England. He calls for her multiple times, but she doesn't flinch. John then runs back to the hotel to see if Laura came back, but she is definitely not there. So he goes to the police station to file a report basically blaming the sisters for her disappearance. And while he's talking to the inspector, the sisters walk past the window outside. Bruh. I just feel like had he been more open with the police, I just think things would have been fine. Like, first of all, you just over here saying, my wife's supposed to be in England and blah, blah, blah. I just saw her blah, 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 blah. There's more to this story we could be telling right now. I promise. <laughs> and I just feel like it would have helped us out a little bit here. But um, being as you don't want to accept things that are meant for you, I understand why. Oh, and point, that that boat was zooming. It was gone. Okay. It was gone while she's sitting there looking stoically to the front. After leaving the police station, John walks around Venice and sees a person in a red hooded coat and decides to try and find them, but realizes he's actually close to the hotel where the sisters were staying at and decides to pay them a visit. Too bad they already left to stay at another hotel. Mm 
John goes to the church to see the bishop, and while he's waiting, he calls the school in England to check on Johnny. They give him an update and then hand the phone to Laura, and now John is in a complete state of shock. He can't believe that Laura is on the phone because he swore up and down that he saw her on that boat with the sisters. He was shook. He couldn't believe it. He was just like, the because first of all, at this point, you already done seen this little figure in the red coat. You saw your wife earlier with these two weird bitches. Then you seen the weird bitches past the station. I don't mean to call them weird, but I'm I don't just think he, I don't John. think he's seen them though. The the inspector saw them because he was looking out the window, but John ain't seen them. Mm-hmm. Well, correct, you're right. But man, how can how would you feel? <laughs> I want to point out in this moment that um she was talking about wasn't nothing wrong with that child, but we seen it not. Bro, talking about he's fine. I was like, man, she was kind of downplaying it. She was kind of like, I know you saw what we saw, and that was not a he. I he probably got a concussion. (laughs) Two, this bitch got selective ass hearing because all while he's asking her questions and telling her about the fact he saw her, she's continuing with her train of thought because because you're not making no sense. You know that I got on the goddamn plane to go see my son. Why are you telling me that you saw me on a boat? When I'm in fucking England. You're calling England to check to see how your son is. And I answer the phone. Yeah, I I get this. I'm clearly not there. So why? But this is why they got some fraying ass little bits in their relationship. Because you're not listening. Because one of the main questions is, baby, is you okay? Like, I know you asked me, was I going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs? But maybe you need to check the cereal you're eating. Because I think it's you. That's... I mean, she already told him that you had to lose weight. John goes to get Heather out of the slammer after getting her arrested and walks her back to the hotel. Meanwhile, the person who picked up Laura from the airport takes her to the police station. Whole time, John ain't there no more because he don't walk Heather back to her hotel. So the inspector gives Laura the address to the hotel. Bro, this makes me think of... um. I don't know why, but it kind of makes me think of Pet Cemetery with uh, Denise Crosby's character. I can't think of her character's name right now. Someone's screaming at me. But with her character trying to get back to the house and like mm-hmm. missing them, because had she just went to the across the street instead of the judge's house, she would have. Yeah. Yeah. That poor blind lady, though. Man, just her sitting there. in the jailhouse. I was like, oh can't see don't know what's going on and i know that she was overwhelmed by them ghosts that's haunting that place Probably. talking about do you, do you not understand the noise that's in here okay because you can't see so all you're all you can do is hear and that's too much mm-hmm. imagine her in room 1408 mm-hmm. with that bitch with the hammer while in the sister's hotel room, I believe Heather starts to have a psychic attack. So Wendy dismisses John, but Heather yells for him to come back. So Wendy goes after him, but it's too That's late. That's him. That's him. John then stepped outside. And I'm sorry. <laughs> John then stepped outside and seen Little Red Riding Hood, thinking that it's his daughter, and starts chasing after it. But once Wendy gets outside, Laura runs up and goes in to see Heather. Heather then tells Laura to go find him because, you know, he in danger, girl. Christine told y'all lasses to leave Venice and y'all ain't listen. Well, Laura kind of listened. John, first of all, John, like, and this is why I like this movie, because I just really want to know, did he really think he saw her or did he think, like, this was his premonition? Is he trying to, like, maybe start listening to um, Heather? But... 
I'm sorry. The fat him. I just want to know why Wendy had her hand in Heather's mouth like that. I thought she was trying to kill her at first. I didn't first because she wasn't listening. No, she had her hand in the like, are you trying to kill her? <laughs> I just it was when it was when the camera cut back to the room. And Heather got up from the bed and started smiling because the first time I saw that shit, it scared me because I was like, I told y'all they was in on this shit. I was like, this was a diversion and they setting both of them up. I know that's what this is. I was wrong, but man, I just, ooh, I thought she was about to die. I thought she was about to die. Listen. Because why, why is your hand in her mouth like that? <laughs> Like if you have her then, it, it, when she flipped it and she pushed her away, was pushing her in the face. That was the most serious special I've ever seen. Oh my gosh. John tries to steal a boat to go after Little Red Riding Hood, but he gives up and just goes after her on foot. She goes into this area that has a gate, but John's dumb ass decides to close and lock the gate Why behind him. Why would he lock the gate? I just want to know what the fuck made you lock that gate. What makes you follow a fucking person in a red hood because your daughter was wearing a slicker? Right. That thing was wet. Okay. This this motherfucker looked like she going off to play with wolves. So I'm mm. not finna not finna come follow you too. If I can't, if all my options resort to me stealing a boat, they turn around. Everything said turn the fuck around for me. The gate, sir. Sir, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to trap yourself with this person who clearly isn't your daughter. Because the person is not responding at all. Like, just, and I understand, like, kids do that shit where, like, you'll be calling them and they just be in their own little world until it's time to get that little, that popped. But, but, like, even, even in some people's visions, what they see don't respond to them. True. So... But I'm not gonna keep following you into these dark ass alleys at night. Cause if it's a oh, vision, no, for I'm, sure. If it's a vision I'm having, we should know. Me and whoever whatever spirit communicate with me, Brittany, don't fuck around like this. You give me visions in the daytime. <laughs> if you want to give me visions at night, I will never be receptive. So I'm like, oh, you want me to go down a dark alley? I'm sorry to whoever this is telling me something, but I gotta I gotta pass. Go tell the next person. Maybe check the skin tone first. Cause no. Mm. Outside of the gate, the man who boat John tried to steal and Laura tried to go after him. But again, he locked the damn gate. So now he's inside with Lil Red Riding Hood. He seemingly cornered her. He heard her crying. It's like, my baby in Italian. I'm coming. So he approaches her and is like, hey, I'm a friend. It's okay. You ain't got to cry. And she turns around like, gotcha, nigga, and whacks him in the neck with a meat cleaver. And then, boom, he got flashbacks of like every damn thing that happened in this movie while he's dying. Listen, that he deserved it at that point. That's all I gotta say. Cause even if this motherfucker wasn't a serial killer, even if that you have a person cornered talking about I'm a friend and you don't lock the gate and came behind them. Everything about the situation sounds like a fight or flight or freeze or fawn situation. They added fawn, it's kinda odd. Um, they keep adding new shit to that. Mm-hmm. But that just seems like the person needs to respond in some type of defensive mechanism. Okay, I, I got to say it. I did not like his death. I thought his death was pathetic. Like, the blood was terrible. You know how I feel about paint for blood. And him shaking like that was terrible. 
we ain't got no arguments. I don't have no arguments here. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not going to argue just... with y'all, so that's why I'm just going to stay quiet. I'm not going to argue. And I'm that he just stood there and let her approach him. Like, she hobbled over there. As she was hobbling, he had a chance to move the fuck away, but he just stood there. Like, I, I just... Because I, I guess... For him, like, he was wrong. Like, he's thinking he's following his premonition. He's supposed to be open to this, like Heather's telling him to do. And he done did it. And now fucking look. No pun intended, but now I mean, fucking look. Before he before she turned around, I think that he realized that it wasn't his daughter because he had a flashback of that picture with the spilled water on it and realized that that was probably the same person. So, but also... When she initially first turned around, I thought she was a demon. And I was about to be like, oh, shit. But she wasn't a demon. It was actually a human. Yep. But now we get the beautiful funeral boat transporting Laura, Johnny, the sisters, and John's dead body to his funeral. The end. What kind of funeral would y'all want? Would you like the funeral that's here in Venice? Would you like the one that's in New Orleans? You know, you go down the whole parade and people celebrate. Or you just want the regular one? Mm-hmm. And we had a choice. Not don't don't throw cremation in here. I'm just talking about these. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, I don't know. Whatever y'all think is nice. I mean, I don't know what I want my life to be a party. Yeah, that's why I'm like, just whatever's nice. Like, I mean, if y'all want to throw a parade, that's cool. As long as make sure y'all got me secure. We don't need nothing crazy happening. Y'all gonna have me in a boat. Like I said, make sure that shit's secure because. I know I like water, but I ain't saying I wanted to be in it. Um, but no, I love this end scene because when he dies and you're getting all the flashbacks, it's just putting all the movie together of him yeah. just reading everything wrong. Like, damn, like all the shit was right there in your face, helping you, telling you what to do. And you just, you didn't listen, but shit. What can you do now? Like, that's it. And I love the way that, like, his blood just spilled all over the um place that he was basically working on. Like, it's just so much happening here. And I'm just like, I love the layers and I just can't get over it. But, yeah. When did stay leaving her sister? Like, how are you going to leave her walking? You left her to let her First get of off all, the boat by herself. I was just like, the people who let her off the boat, I was like, why did y'all just, like... She Nobody was, was gonna call. She was like tapping the stair. Like I felt so bad. <laughs> then Johnny, Johnny just was there. Yeah, I don't even think that Johnny was Johnny. Was Ain't there. never seen his face. Also, the credits were rude as fuck. Granted, I know that it was the seventies, mm-hmm. but yeah, they was to be like you said. It was the seventies. A lot of like remember Michael Myers movie. He was just a shape. I know, but like when the credits came up and it just said insert word here, I was mm. like, wow. Mm. Okay. Ratings. This movie has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb, a 94% on Rotten Tomatoes, a 95% on Metacritic, and 78% of Google users like this movie. I mean, uh, like I've been saying throughout, like and I always have to say this, I'm not talking about anyone, but obviously I understand certain movies are for certain people and they do require a certain level of understanding and just blah, blah, blah. And it's just, if you do, you do. If you don't, you don't. And that's fine. For me, I do. And um, movies like this where I do have to rewatch them to pick up things or be like, okay, 
I see the subtext in this. I don't want things to be easy for me. I want something that I can kind of like sit on for a second. And I feel like this movie does for yeah. I feel like this movie does it for me. I love the editing. I love the metaphors. I love the symbolism. Um, if anything, I wish that uh, the things that were said in a different language, I wish we could have had that so I could stay with it more. But also at the same time, it does kind of fit because there are scenes, for example, when Laura goes to see Johnny, that whole scene that's behind the door and we only just hear what they're saying, but we don't see any of the interaction. It kind of fits with the rest of it because there are times when they're speaking a different language and we don't know what the hell is happening because we don't speak that language. But um, yeah, I fuck with this movie. I like Italian horror. I like 70s horror. It's just my type of shit. So um, I'm going to go ahead and give this one 79 tickets. All right, look, I get all the metaphors. I understand trying to make a lot of points with the movie. But there's something to be said when you kind of like get lost in trying to make a thought-provoking film. And then it feels like it's dragging on and on and on. Like, oh, a woman talking about fetch him. Like, you could have just said it a couple times. She could have ran instead of holding her ass hostage by the mouth. That's what this film was doing to me. Um, So, this was a great film to look at. It was a great film to listen to. I like what they tried to do. I don't like that movie. I mean, it should be clear. I, I don't like that movie. So, I'm not even going to hold you. I ain't going to delay this bitch gonna get a smooth ass like 53 okay it's not a doozy okay 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 so um when i first finished this movie i had a lot of feelings more so because 40 minutes in and i'm like oh my god why is it so long it was very long for me even after the rewatch i still felt like it was very long um when i first watched it like I understood what was happening I understood the metaphors and I understood all of that but for me it just took too long to get to the point like I feel like it could have been more condensed and we still would have you know got gotten the point um when I first watched it I did not like the feeling of feeling lost because of the language barriers and I understand that it was on purpose because, you know, that's how they wanted the viewers to have that same confusion as John. But I'm a subtitles person. I need subtitles. I need translations. <laughs> I want to know what everyone is saying, even though I know that's not real life. And when I go to Mexico and all these um, Hispanic places, and sometimes when I go to nail salon and stuff, and I don't be understanding what the fuck is going on, uh, I understand. However, in my movies, I want to understand. Um, and... You know, I understand, too, that this movie is basically a lot of psychological and has a lot of metaphors and themes and stuff, but I am not that girl. I'm not that girl. Um, but I, I I, I, I liked it enough, but I didn't love it. It was cool. It was cool. Um, so I am giving this movie 55. Oh, we was together on this one. Didn't even know it. <laughs> thanks for writing before you go take a detour into the souvenir shop i want a handball i 
ain't even talking about that. When he got mad at her for having a ball in the suitcase. Um, I want a rain red coat, but I want the slicker version of the mat. Not that uh tea coat looking version that the other one had on. Um And I want a do it yourself D one eighty mosaic. Hmm. You know what we could do? We could do watercolor painting. Is that insensitive? Hmm. Maybe. Okay. No, not really. Why would it be insensitive? I don't know. Spilt blood. I don't know. That was three out of four in our April theme. Don't join us next week as we take it from the 70s all the way to 2016 when we cover Don't Hang Up. Um, This one... This is one of those things like you just scroll through Netflix and you click on. So I'm telling y'all now so y'all can be prepared for the rant. So if you hated me today, you gonna hate me next week too. No, God. Please help us. Great. This is all payback for that season four thing that y'all got going on that I'm not gonna bring up. But it's not very nice. What's not nice is you not coming here with your land. No, I'm just playing. Oh, yeah. You know what the fuck to do, survivors. Ride with us on our socials on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at D1A Podcast. Also, be sure to like and comment. Tell us how you feel. We want to hear it. I'm not being facetious. I actually want to hear it. Tell me how you knew I was a Leo. Thank you. All right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time when we cover 2016. Don't hang up. I was going to say something else, but I decided not to. So, bye. Bye-bye. Bye.